0: You are listening to Mounted to Glen, the podcast.
1: And welcome to Mountain to Glen the podcast. I'm your host Robert Farrelly, and well, this is a special episode of the podcast in that as of this month, Mountain to Glen the podcast is now one year old. Yes, we started last October with first episode Journey to Antarctica with Alan Murphy, and have been going ever since. So as it was coming up to the one year anniversary, I was trying to think of some way maybe to market and I wasn't sure should I market or should I just ignore it and just keep going but yeah I decided it would be it would be better to market having been on the go for one year and with that in mind I was thinking how will I do that and now just to take it back a little bit uh, before the first episode ever came out because I'd never interviewed people before and it was a new adventure for me I figured I'd, I need to practice a little bit get used to interviewing get used to the equipment I was using as well and the best way to do that is to ask a good friend to maybe help out by doing one or two ghost interviews with them just to get used to the whole idea I suppose and I asked a good friend of mine named Julie Horton if I could do a few ghost interviews with her she agreed and it was a good way of practicing and getting ready for podcasting and one Ghost interview and that's what I call it because like this was never intended to see the light of day. It was just more practice session. One of them was about Julie's love of open water swimming and why she loves open water swimming. And, and I thought it was it was pretty good at the time. And then as it was coming close to the one year birthday, the one year anniversary, call it what you will. I was thinking, wouldn't it be a really good idea to mark it by actually playing that? You know, kind of it'll be episode seventeen. But at the same time, it'll be a kind of like a prequel of what was going on before the podcast got going on air. So I rang Julie and uh, I asked her, uh, would it be OK if I played it? And so she thought about it and she said, Yep, yeah, OK, listen, if you want to go for it. So I tidied it up a little bit and then got it ready. Just one or two little things as well. I mean, Julie has had a hand, I suppose, in shaping the podcast a little bit in that the logo you see for mountain glen the podcast she came up with the original version of that when it was mountain glen trekking adventures a small outdoor hiking company which was making more money for the insurance man than for anything else so i wound it up but i was kind of tied with the idea of coming back to it and then when i did as a podcast a friend of ours, larry Warren, just slightly finished it off so the Mountain the Glen part of the logo is still Julie's, and then Larry Byrne added the design for the podcast. And, of course, when I was deciding to turn into a podcast, I was thinking, will it be the Mountain the Glen podcast or Mountain the Glen the podcast? And Julie suggested, why not go with Mountain the Glen the podcast? And, of course, Julie is also a singer-songwriter, so at the end of this episode, I will be playing her out on a brand-new song from her, so it'll be kind of, I suppose, a world-exclusive that you'll hear this song for the first time on the podcast so that's that's uh that's a good way of celebrating a year as well anyway enough for me rambling on here is the ghost interview that was never meant to see the light of day julie horton talking about open water swimming i hope you like it so um hello and welcome to today's episode of mountain to glen the podcast uh, today we'll be discussing open water swimming, and I did a bit of a little nerdy thing, I did a little bit of a fact check, and the first modern recorded open water swim was by Lord Byron, who in 1810 on the 3rd of May swam from the Helles Point from Europe to Asia. Now, if you're getting a bit confused over where that is, that's actually in around the Dales. Now, obviously, he was not the first person to ever swim, people have been swimming since the year dot, but he's the first recorded uh, open water swimmer. Since then, it's obviously been picking up a lot of momentum and now in in, in these days, you see a lot more people enjoying it. So I wanted to find out a little bit more about open water swimming myself, my favorite past Julie Horton. So um, first of all, Julie, uh, welcome to the show.
0: <laughs> Hi, Robert. Nice to chat with you.
1: Nice to chat with you too. So I'm going to just start off with first questionnaires and we can just briefly touch upon it more so than how uh, you got into open water swimming. I mean, what attracted you to it?
0: Well, the strange thing is having lived near the sea for years and years, I was not attracted to go into it at all. Um, And how I actually got into it was I heard a friend of a friend had MS and she regularly went swimming. And this, the cold water sort of seemed, it was like an electric shock to her legs. And actually she was struggling to walk, but actually she could swim, she could use her legs. And um, I think it's well known that, you know, this, the cold water can activate your muscles in that way. And she was being taken down to the sea with her mother. And I thought, well, it would be nice maybe to go with somebody of her own age. And so I volunteered and I said, I will help you get into the water. And I still didn't feel like getting in myself. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even occur to me to get in myself. And I used to take her down and watch her go, help her down the rocks. And, and she'd go in and then I'd help her get out. I, it probably took me about another six months before it occurred to me that I could get in the water. Once I got in the water, that was it. I was off. I passion was, was born. Passion was born. No looking back.
1: And... um was hmm. it the the freedom of I've been in the water uh, that that attracted to you? maybe that shock
0: you know it's cold yeah it's cold swimming in ireland oh yeah but that that shock is so exhilarating you know because you wouldn't get that if you were swimming in the med would you where it's no. warm no no so the shock of getting in and the achievement of getting in um that became quite addictive But I just, I think anybody who loves the water just loves being in another world. You're in another world, you leave the land behind. And physically, it's just such a different perspective. I remember being in the water and looking back at the edge of the land and all the houses and hills beyond. And you never see that, do you, unless you're on a boat? Um, Yeah, it, it was just a beautiful experience so even though obviously i've swum on holiday i've swum in warm water open water swimming where the water is colder i think has a different aspect altogether
1: so you would be saying that maybe places mm-hmm. like ireland and and colder countries are probably nearly the best places for open water swimming to really get a true experience well, of it well
0: for me i think yeah. for me i mean if i lived somewhere really warm and it was warm water i'd probably i'd, I'd probably be swimming a lot but as i say i think you get an extra benefit and there's lots of extra benefits to cold water swimming
1: yeah and it's so supposed to that-
0: it be called open cold water swimming <laughs> because there's so many there's so many more benefits yeah to just you know maybe warm open water swimming
1: and that shock to the system is also supposed mm-hmm. to be very good for your circulation as well so
0: yeah i mean yeah. there's a famous guy um Wim hof you know who uh, he's all over the internet, and uh, he experiments all the time with what the body can withstand in in cold water. And he's I think he stands in ice for hours. But the benefits, like late recently, my um, my physiotherapy place that I've been to a few times emailed me with all the benefits of cold water swimming. They it boost your immune system, increase your metabolism, burn calories. You know, when the water's cold, it burns more calories.
1: Yeah, I'd say you're burning quite a lot of calories out there.
0: Well, actually, somebody told me that when it goes below, I can't remember what it is now. Maybe it's when the water's below maybe six degrees, all you have to do is be in it and you're burning calories because your heart is pumping so fast and trying to get the blood circulating.
1: And just on that, like, I mean, say I was... Now, I can't swim at all myself, so this wouldn't be really, really for me. Oh, yeah. No, I'm no. a disaster. But uh, let's just say I, w- I was used to swimming in a nice warm pool or whatever, yeah. and I suddenly decided I wanted to do a little bit of open water swimming. Yeah. And what advice would you give me? I mean, clearly there'd be currents to deal with, and but clothing-wise as well. I mean, would, would you mm. wear a wetsuit or would you just mm. go in all naturel? Or, or, or what would you advise?
0: How natural? I mean... No. <laughs> I'd have something on at least yeah it's funny I mean maybe to do with age I see different people wearing different things you know the young the young ones they're just like in the bikini and I'm thinking how Uh. well the girls obviously how can you be that exposed I'd be in a a swimsuit and uh and then of course you've got people who've got the swimsuit and the little gloves and the booties and then you've got people who are in the full wetsuit Then there's the Christmas day swimmers who that they just do it on Christmas day and they just run in. And I I don't know if there's any heart attacks or whatever. I wouldn't advise that. I would think it would be better to just, you know, wear what you're comfortable in and go in very, very slowly.
1: Figure out your own.
0: Not that I've ever done that. I always try to go in. I always say mind over matter. It's, you know, mind over matter. I just keep walking and Get it over with. I get the shock over with as soon as I can. Some people will spend a long time trying to get in. Mm. You know, I mean,
1: that that's nearly. It sounds I like torture.
0: Know. Well, my my way.
1: Oh no, no, it's the slowting. I like
0: rip the plaster off quick.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, rip yeah. it off
0: quick. But some people want to take it off really slowly. No, oh, no. I mean, I would probably. I mean, the the medical profession would probably say just go in very very slowly. Um, uh, just yeah. in case you had a heart condition or something like that. that yeah, you didn't know yeah.
1: About. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, I'd say everyone will find their own in, in that one. Uh, I know for me, yeah. anyway, if I could swim, I'd be diving in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and But maybe, you know, go into shallow somewhere where it's quite shallow. You know, the 40 foot is, is deep. Yes. If you know the 40 foot, but if you went to sea point where it's very tidal somewhere, very <laughs> tidal where it comes in and out and it can get very shallow and you can you know, walk for miles up to your knees. That's probably a good place to start, isn't it?
1: And just on that as well, like say, if you're going from, say, the likes of swimming pool to the sea. I mean, as a swimming pool, you don't have the likes of currents or anything like that to deal with. In in yeah. the sea, it, yeah. it's a lot different. Uh, so yes. there's there's some more to bear in mind there. I'd say as well.
0: There is, there is, because if it looks a bit choppy and there's nobody else in, I won't go in. Mm-hmm. I only go in when there's other people around, always okay and i never go too far out you have to watch it actually after the ferries go out the water gets really choppy because of their massive wakes like it's a lot of fun if it's bouncy Mm -hmm. i don't like it if it's too too rough so you have to use your common sense you know never do anything you don't feel you know comfortable with and there's i think make sure there's a lot of people around
1: okay well that's pretty good advice actually yeah and just on it as well i know with open water swimming, there's a lot of open water swimming competitions. Have you ever felt the need mm. to go in on a competitive level, or are you just happier with the the freedom it gives you?
0: I haven't. I've watched. I've watched one. There's one at Dunleary, isn't there, where they, they they all head off from Dunleary. It's never really appealed to me to do that competitive stuff, but I really admire them. There are quite a few swimming clubs where it's not competitive, but they just go out, yeah, uh, in in a group, and I am. I have been thinking about it. I am quite tempted because over COVID, I found I wasn't really exercising that much and I could have actually exercised more in the water. I used to go to the swimming pool to do the lengths, to do the exercises, as well as open water swimming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Found
0: it easier to exercise in a pool, you know, because you can regulate it, you can count your lengths, and, you know, there's nothing else to think about. So when the pools were shut, Mostly my exercise was just swimming in the sea, but not enough. So I have dabbled with the idea of maybe I should use the sea as a place to really exercise. But I get so much from it, from just being in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And
0: I find it quite meditative. And sometimes I just look at the horizon and I look at the seagulls flying ahead. You get a lovely perspective. Sometimes the birds, the gulls, they fly quite low and uh, you feel quite connected to them if you can if you can float it's lovely to just float and look up at the sky so i don't know if i'd be very good in a in a group with a team because i'm too you know off looking at nature and (laughs) trying to make friends with cormorants and does that work oh yeah i've got a lot of cormorant friends
1: (laughs) Here's Julie, guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they all know me. Uh, Of course, the other thing that scares me a bit is that there there are seals around, you know, so I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, that can be very curious creatures.
0: They are curious.
1: Yes. Yes. I I don't think they're too shy about coming up, all right, and, and investigating people.
0: Yeah, I mean, they don't attack you exactly, Mm -hmm. but they do try and make friends with you. And I have seen a guy swimming across the bay and a seal just kept swimming with him. (laughs) He was going backwards and forwards across the bay and the seal was right next to him. So he didn't seem very bothered. Mm. Um, But I've met a big seal and I found it a bit scary.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, thing to bear in mind. Another thing I was also wondering, like uh, we were talking here about uh, your experiences in the sea. Have you done up on water swimming in lakes or rivers? And if you have, how have you found that experience?
0: Um, no, I've, I've swum in a lake and that was lovely. It was very small and it felt safe. I probably just don't really have access to as many lakes. The idea of swimming in the riv- rivers does not really appeal to me because of the current that you're going mm, with the current mm. you're going away <laughs> from where you are
1: so you're fighting yeah. against more
0: yes isn't that you know you you be in and then yeah. you'll be going with the current whereas the sea you know it's kind of keeps washing you back up on the on the shore so no i mean there's a very famous the liffey swim obviously i think that's every year isn't it that does not appeal to, so. to me either because i'm not sure how clean the liffey is that takes place in
1: Dublin itself doesn't it yes no I I I appreciate what you're saying there again I don't know how clear the uh, Liffey is myself but yeah I, I don't think I'd be overly tempted to jump in there anyway
0: no no so I'm I'm happy with the sea I'm happy with the waves getting sort of pretty much washed back onto shore all the time and it's it's fun with the waves you know if there's a nice bounce it's fun and sometimes it's like glass so that's really nice i would swim more in a lake if i was a bit nearer a lake i think yeah
1: i know you you do a little bit of hiking in your time would you ever consider maybe yeah. hiking towards a mountain lake and having a, a swim there or in, incorporate into into your walk so to speak
0: you know of any lakes and mountains like
1: yeah uh, of anywhere well the lakes of maybe Loch Uller. Uh, there's some a few lakes uh Lock, and up around the lower as well there's a few places like that now yeah
0: maybe I should try that you know the logistics um you know I have a routine
1: mm-hmm. I go
0: to, I go for a swim with my swimsuit on so I can just easily undress and then you're packing up and you've got towels and flasks and uh I always have like a travel mat on the beach because it's quite rocky. So uh, I have quite a bit of paraphernalia. Yes. I mean, I could hike with a swimsuit on underneath, I guess, and hike. And then Mm. I did do that when I was traveling. Um, I was in Africa somewhere and I did. We did hike and then we found a lake. Uh We decided to a little lake in the mountains. And we did decide to there were three of us girls and we did decide to go and um, skinny dip in it. Oh. And there was nobody around. So we just thought we'd get in and do it. And no sooner had we got in than all these Germans arrived. Up <laughs> from nowhere. Um, they got a that shock. That was a lovely experience. <laughs> Sorry?
1: They got a bit of a shock then. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I felt like those monkeys you see in the in the pools, you know, <laughs> little heads looking around wide-eyed. Um, <laughs> But sometimes before a swim, I do do a walk, you know, just to sort of like get a bit hot. And then yeah, the idea of yeah. getting into the cold water seems more appealing. Cool. Yeah. So are, uh, you, are you getting interested? Do you think you might try it?
1: Well, I'd probably have to, to learn to swim first. I, I think putting me into the sea would, would be a disaster. You uh,
0: not swim at all. I mean, seriously.
1: I, I can bob up and down and I can flail okay. my arms around. Yeah, yeah. But other than that now, yeah, not great. I have done a little bit uh, of uh, swift water uh, rescue training, but I have yeah. a buoyancy aid on then. And even then I have to say now, I wouldn't be the strongest trying to punch my right. way through the water there as well. Mm. Um, mm. But, uh,
0: but maybe this could be a new challenge for you to, to to learn to swim.
1: Maybe it could. Maybe it could. I like the way you're turning this around on me as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, if I just keep talking about how great it is and then you go, nah.
1: Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah not <laughs> back, really. to the, back to the bathtub. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> uh, just wondering as well, uh, like, is there any favorite spots you have for w- when you go out into the, the sea or to open water swim?
0: Wherever is nearest to me is my favorite spot. Wherever yeah. I can get into the sea, I'm happy. Um, so, I swim, yeah, Greystones, The South beach is gorgeous, and the cove is a lovely sort of sense of community in the cove. People are so chatty. I, you know, I always just oh. say hello to people and maybe have a little chat with them. It's very social that way. everybody's so friendly. The south beach is is bigger and, and not so not so much. Um, sea Point is a lovely, another lovely place, especially good for families and kids. There's loads of places to sort of actually settle down for a spend a day and the water is very shallow getting in and out. So it's very very good for kids.
1: Probably a real sense of community about it as well, I'd say. Oh, I
0: think, I mean, especially at the 40 foot, actually, Mm. there's the doyens, would you say, of the pensioners? Oh, yeah. People in their 80s, 90s, 70s, 80s, 90s, they've been swimming there all their life. They all know each other. They're really supportive of one another. Totally addicted, totally addicted. So I I've, I've used to feel really sorry if I heard anyone had gone into hospital because I used to think how torturous that must be. Yeah. I heard of guys like getting two buses from the other side of Dublin city, you know, to, to get for a swim. It, it becomes so important, so good for the mind and the body.
1: And especially at that age as well to keep going and again it's yeah it's, it's inspirational so in itself yeah yeah
0: and and you know they just turn up with like a plastic bag with a towel in and like real hardy you know yeah. non, no pampering no dry robes <laughs> um no wet suits just hardcore
1: doing it all their life i'm
0: sure that adds to their longevity
1: i i imagine it would actually it, yeah yeah that's, yeah that's, that's that's actually amazing to, to hear um just another point as well, like, I mean, I know you're, you're going and you swim, but how, how far out would you feel safe swimming or how far have you gone out to sea, or would you would you just keep it within a certain radius?
0: I would keep with it. I, I keep quite close now. I used to go out a bit further when I was swimming with a few people and we used to go out to the boys, you know, the three boys that we oh, yeah, would swim yeah. around. So we did a bit of a circuit.
1: How far out would they be?
0: I, I thought I would feel quite safe in a posse. I suppose it was a mm-hmm. posse. Mm-hmm. And we'd be quite a way out. The boys are quite far. If you stand on the coast and look at the boys, they're quite a distance out. Um, I think it was just the group of people I was with. I felt quite safe being in their group of men. But actually, when we had the encounter with the seal, it was every man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I never swam so fast in all my life to try and keep up with the men who are like so scared. And that did put me off a bit of going out far because of the seals. But I'd say there's a lot of people who are not bothered about seals. So I don't want to put people off by saying, you know, it's just a thing I have. It's just a thing I have about the seals, but I like to be, um, I don't see the point really in going too far out because Mm -hmm. you can just swim along the coast usually yeah to get your lengths in you don't have to go that that way out and sometimes you know there's a few boats or um, paddle borders or there's other people using the water so sometimes they come quite near the coast so I think it's a good idea to stay near the coast
1: yes and uh, if you had a choice of say traveling anywhere in the world just for a swimming holiday is there any particular place you'd have in mind that you'd like to swim or anywhere you'd like to go
0: well, I did go to the Maldives many years ago. And of course, the water is really, really warm. And what I loved about that, it's very warm, which is lovely. But the fish, the tropical fish, that's just another added bonus, isn't it? Being in the water when you can see beautiful, beautiful fish. So
1: having crystal clear water as well, you can
0: crystal clear water. Yeah. I remember seeing baby sharks and stingrays and all kinds of tropical fish, literally just like being in a fish tank. So if I could be zapped anywhere, I would probably go there. And actually, if you do meditation or anything like that, and they say, you know, think of a happy place. I always think of that happy place, being in the Maldives, swimming with the tropical fish.
1: Wow! Yeah, I can see how you 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 meditate to something like that. All right. Yeah. Around Ireland now, I, I've traveled a bit and I've been on some of the islands, and I know on a summer's day now, some of the islands there can have that real crystal clear quality too as well. I remember, been yeah. on Inishbofin, and I was on the pier. <laughs> I was on the pier now. I wasn't in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just looking down, and it was absolutely crystal clear. You could, yeah, see, yes. you could see everything. So you, even in Ireland, sometimes you you can oh, get that. But. Well.
0: The West is renowned for mm. being clear. And I I used to do scuba diving. And um, everyone used to say to me, oh, we should go West. Go West if you want to do some diving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's so clear and there's so much to see.
1: Well, yeah, I definitely would recommend it. I even head out to the islands. Like uh, Now, again, you'd probably just... If you do head out to the islands, just check in with the locals because they'll know what tides are better or yeah. worse. Some of the beaches yeah. can be quite nice, but you, you need to be aware of the tides out there. And so I would get local advice before hopping in. Yeah, basically.
0: exactly. Because even in um, I live near Kilcool, uh, there is a beach there and I haven't swum there. It just doesn't really appeal to me. But I have seen a few swimmers and I did hear two lads chatting about the coast there and um, one was obviously a seasoned swimmer and he said oh you know you just have to i was eavesdropping and he said oh you just have to just watch the riptide there and i looked out and i could see i could see the line There was kind of a line where he was talking about so there's a riptide there so th- yeah you need to yeah t- you need to get that sort of local advice
1: yeah but i have noticed recently as well uh, as i traveled around the islands mm. is it does seem to be um a little bit more jellyfish than, than <laughs> usual and is that a concern for you as well would yes. you be uh, ever worried about that or do you concern. have yeah would you have that issue up in Dublin a lot
0: yes well this year I haven't seen any jellyfish but every year it's a concern when it gets warmer they like warm water I've asked around recently are there any jellyfish and some kids told me they saw a massive one over near some rocks I've been at the 40 foot Uh, There was one particularly bad year where they took 200 out of the bay.
1: 200?
0: Yeah, they removed, the council removed 200 jellyfish from around the Sandy Cove Bay Area. And because I was with a group of people when I lived around there, they were always, um, we were all (laughs) insisting that the jellyfish would not stop us getting in to the Mm -hmm. water. So we would get in, but we could see the jellyfish. I don't really know why we did that, but we would get in because we didn't want to be beaten.
1: (laughs) You were protesting against the jellyfish.
0: And at that, yeah, and I I used to swim a lot of breaststroke with my goggles and I would, you know, do my first stroke, look under the water and I could see and I could warn people. Because if you do crawl, you don't really look ahead in the same way. And it's quite hard to put the brakes on in the water, but I would sort of like try and, you know, stop. Oh, I can see a jellyfish did get a little nick one time by them painful but that was a particularly yeah that was a particularly bad year for jellyfish the waters were particularly warm and they'd come in the box jellyfish lion jellyfish um so sometimes we couldn't actually swim you know there are challenges
1: (laughs) these are things you do not have to worry about hopping into a swimming pool
0: (laughs) no but you know the swimming pool then you Tend to have chlorine and
1: yes, yes, the the hidden ones. Just as well on on the swimming up around Dublin. What what's the water's like up there? Would you be dealing with a lot of pollution, or is is this under control? you
0: um, You have to keep an eye on that as well. They just put out some warnings recently for quite a few beaches around the Dublin area. There's a sewage works up at Sandy Mount Way. And uh, I've noticed that after a very heavy rain, there can be an overflow problem and it results in E. coli being in the water. So you have to watch that. Just keep an eye. There's, there's websites that report on the water situation or they, I think they will actually put notices up at the beach and say it's not safe. Sometimes they put black, the flags up, don't they? This blue flag mm-hmm. is good.
1: Is there any particular websites you can think of offhand?
0: i forget now actually if there are specific um i think it's just the water board
1: it will okay. issue
0: a, a general warning but usually if you turn up at a beach and you want to go in there will be people around or notices or there'll be something usually to sort of say you know not today not today yeah yeah
1: that, that does sound like a particular worry all right last thing you want to be doing is going out and enjoying some swimming and end up in yeah,
0: yeah it, it does happen. I mean, I, I don't put my head under the water quite so often as I, I used to swim properly with the goggles. For all, for all the health benefits that, that we discussed, you know, the increasing your immune system and I think the feel-good factor, really, just the mm-hmm. feel-good of being in the water. It's such a lovely feeling. I, I'd, I'd really miss it if I didn't get it in the water.
1: And how often would you? Not one. <laughs> how often? How often would you go down to the beach to to swim?
0: Well, I try and swim all year round, um, right through the winter, and you know maybe I'm going once a week then. But in the summer, when the evenings are bright, you know I could go every evening. I have been going every wow. evening pretty much because it's light and you can swim. You know, nine o'clock.
1: So it must, it must be swimming. great for your, your, your body's muscles as well. I mean, there's no better exercise to safe for the muscles within your body than swimming.
0: Well, bec- yes, I suppose so. Yeah.
1: And is there any, any other beaches, say, outside of Dublin, where you would feel safer swimming, that you wouldn't be worried as much about the pollution?
0: I guess further away from the city is probably cleaner. Yeah. And I think where I am near Greystones is it's generally... I've been there a year and a half and I've, I don't think I've come across the water being polluted. So I think you'd probably be fine, especially down the beaches around British Bay and Curricloe and all around there. Mm. I'm sure people are swimming all the time.
1: Have you ever been tempted uh, to drive down there or have you traveled down? Or?
0: I, I haven't, I suppose. Um, why wouldn't I? I suppose because I like to try and build it into my day. no. Uh, I need to go shopping uh, get some food and I'm thinking oh I can get a swim in I can go for my swim and then shop so I try and sort of build it into a routine into the day rather than making a day trip of it and thinking well I'll go to this beach but maybe I should do that actually I should
1: yeah Yeah, little weekends away like you know
0: yeah yeah maybe I'll start doing that yeah yeah
1: and uh just on another tangent um do do you find it therapeutic? in itself to, to get out and swim like if you've any problems in the world or things are getting you down and to actually get out there and just get into the water does it help wash away all those worries
0: i think that would be a big ask to mm. to, to try and leave all your troubles in the water and get out um i wish it was that easy yeah but i think it definitely Helps because, uh, well, for me, I feel like I'm unplugging uh-huh. from the land, and the land where you know there's lots of, you know, got lots of problems. I guess everybody has. There's things going on, and when you sort, I sort of love that idea of stepping off the land into the sea, and then you're in with the rhythm. You're in with the rhythm of the sea. And we all originally came from the sea. So I'm sure there's in some way, there's a sense of coming home, feel that. I feel Mm. very at one when I'm in the sea. And I love that feeling of just sort of, you know, being able to float on the water. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, well, I find it very therapeutic in that way. Yeah. You know, it's a good place to try and meditate. And like I say, just Watch and listen to all the sounds. Listen to the birds. Feel kind of weightless.
1: Mm.
0: Well, where else are you going to get that that sort of sensation? You know. Yeah. That feeling of detaching yourself.
1: Yeah. If anyone was ever going to sell or water swimming, it's definitely you here <laughs> this evening. <laughs> um, well, I've, I've gone through a lot of questions which are here, and I'm just quickly going to ask you. I mean, is there anything else? Uh, that you can think of that you'd like to throw in that maybe I should have asked you, but I haven't? Well,
0: uh, let me think. I mean, I think we've covered a lot. You know, maybe you should ask me, you know, when, when, when can you take me out swimming for my first swimming lesson?
1: <laughs> and it's back in my corner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So um... so so when can you take me into a nice, quiet little pool area, Julie, for my first swimming lesson? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I actually, years ago, I decided to try um, scuba diving and I couldn't really swim, but I booked this holiday and people were saying to me, oh, I didn't know you could really swim. And I was like, well, I I can't really, but I'm going scuba diving. I'm not sure that I really need to to swim as much as such. Mm -hmm. And then I read the paperwork, you know, and it said you'll have a swimming test on the first day of arriving.
1: Yeah. It was the Red
0: Sea diving college that I booked into to learn to scuba dive. And the, then they were, they were saying there would be a swimming test. That's when I started having proper swimming lessons. I actually couldn't put my head under the water, which was a bit of a problem. So I, I booked an instructor and, um, I worked tirelessly at my swimming and at swimming underwater so that when I went on this holiday, which was a diving course that I could complete the test and. Uh, At the end of the swimming test, the instructor pulled me to one side and he said uh, there was about 30 of us and we had to swim so many times around the boat. Uh And he pulled me to one side at the end and he said, you are the weakest swimmer, but don't worry about it. You'll be fine. (laughs) So after all that training, I was still the weakest swimmer. But uh, yeah, you two can do it
1: okay well we'll see um i have a feeling you might bring this up again sometime (laughs) um but uh i i won't promise anything but (laughs) we'll discuss this again off the air
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) just even um paddle 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 in the water Mm. look at the sunset might be a good
1: start okay well, listen julie thank you very much for uh being here this evening uh to talk to us about your experiences with open water swimming and that's it folks that's my practice interview with julie harton which took place over a year ago now and from there we had our first podcast interview and mountain to Glen has continued to go ever since with uh quite a few really interesting guests and an And I just want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of them for coming on and letting us all know a little bit more about them and the interesting stories and adventures they had to share with us. And of course, also thanks to Jury for agreeing to let me play that interview that, as I said before, was never meant to see the light of day. Also, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so by subscribing to us on either Spotify or Google Podcasts. And clicking on, on notifications, so every time a new episode comes out, you know straight away. doesn't cost you a penny, and it does help support us at the same time. And as I said at the start of the episode, Julie is also a singer-songwriter, and I'm going to play out the episode today with one of her latest songs, which I don't believe has been played anywhere else yet, so it looks like, as I said, a world exclusive. If you like the song I'm about to play out on, and if you want to listen to more of Julie's material, then you can do so, by going onto YouTube, typing in Julie Horton, and click search. And that's J-U-L-I-E-H-O-R-T-O-N. And I will also put the link to that up on all our social media pages. That'll be Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, by all means, follow us on any of those platforms as well. There's always a few little extra bits and pieces going up on there. So without further ado, here's Julie Horton playing us out with her song, We're Better Like This. Enjoy.
0: Beyond the shattering When everything hit the floor Broken like I'd never felt before I thought I'd never find the strength to move along I was wrong shattering misery has to go like spring you just can't stop flowers grow and I can see that you're Better like contact us, then you can do so by emailing us at Glen at gmail.com or by following Mountaintodlen, the podcast on Facebook or Twitter. Thank you for listening.